Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grind It Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. We all have flaws. We all have scars. And so it's not about getting your life right and then coming to Jesus. It's coming to Jesus and He makes our lives right because we're never going to be right. Without the blood of Jesus Christ washing away our sins, we're always going to have flaws. And it's like Isaiah said, our righteousness, even though if we are doing what is right, our righteousness is like filthy rags. And, and, and so when we come before Jesus and uh, before God and Jesus' blood washes away our sins, flaws and all, he takes us and he plays us. He uses, he, 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 he will accept us, he will accept you just as you are. I mean, look, look at the, uh, the Apostle Paul when he was still Saul and he, he was a murderer. He, he was going from house to house and dragging men and women out of their homes and putting them in prison. They would be killed for their faith. And, and he even says, he said, I stood for that. I would give my voice against them. I would give them my vote to be killed. And yet when he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, he was on his way to Damascus to, to, to keep on grabbing more men and women who followed Jesus out of their homes. He was going to have even more arrested, even more killed. He, the man was a murderer. He had blood on his hands, and he was doing it in the name of God. He thought that he was doing God a favor. But yet Jesus met him on the road to Damascus and introduced himself to him when he knocked him off his horse, and that bright light shined around him. And he says, Who are you, Lord? And he says, I'm Jesus. I'm the one you're persecuting. You're not persecuting these people. You are persecuting me. He said, But from now on, you are going to be the one persecuted because you are going to uh, you're going to serve me. And so Jesus changed Paul instantly when he came into his life and filled him with the Holy Spirit. And Paul goes out into the Gentiles uh, into the Gentile world and he uh, shares the gospel with the Gentiles and starts all, and Paul and Barnabas start these Gentile churches in, in three different journeys. He goes around and starting churches and, and visiting these churches until he eventually makes it to Rome and he will be beheaded. But my point is, we are bought with a price. We are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. And he says, come unto me with all your flaws and I will use you to glorify me. So don't wait till you get your life right. That was my whole point in, in, in telling you about the flaws on my guitar. I still play my guitars even though they have flaws. And I'll continue to play them. And, and God will use you. He will use me, flaws and all. I mean, we, I don't have my life together. I've never had my life together. But I've been serving uh, I, uh, Jesus. I, I became a Christian. My sister led me to Jesus when I was 11 years old. And when I was 19, I got into the ministry and 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 been trying my best to to be an example of Jesus even though I struggle at times because I have flaws I'm not perfect uh and and talked about that in a a previous podcast how uh even though we're filled with the Holy Spirit we're still human we we fall we make mistakes 
but we keep our eyes on Jesus and we continue day by day. Like Paul said, I die daily. And so every day we make a decision that I'm going to live for Jesus to the best of my abilities today. And so we get back up and we brush ourselves off when we do make a mistake and we keep walking with Jesus, or at least I hope we do, because that is the goal of the Grinded Ministries is to encourage people to keep your eyes on Jesus and to keep walking with Jesus. But we are bought with a price and, and we all have flaws. We all have flaws. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And, and far too many times, this is one of the main reasons why people in the world will not come to God because um, um, James 4.8 says, Come close to God. And, and God will come close to you. Uh, uh, most people are, are more um, familiar with the King James Version. Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. But see, when we, the, the Bible says that God is light and in Him is no darkness. So when, when, when you know, if I had the lights turned off, if I could reach my, reach my light switch, I would turn the lights off and you wouldn't be able to see me. You wouldn't be able to see my instruments. You wouldn't be able to see the posters of Elvis and, and all these records, the Beatles records and these Nirvana posters. You wouldn't be able to see any of that. But now that the lights are on, everything is exposed. You can see what, what's behind me and what's on my walls and you can see my instruments. And that's what light does. It exposes things. And when, when, when the Bible says that God is light, well, <clears throat> when we come into God's presence, we're exposed. Our flaws are exposed, and we do not like what we see. That's why people wear makeup. That's why we, we get certain clothes that, 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 cover, you know, that cover up our flaws. We can cover up uh, you know, the, our scratches, our bruises and things with makeup. Um, and so that's a lot... That, that, that has a lot to do with why people will not come to God because we don't like what we see when our sins are exposed. But God says, look, my son Jesus has paid an ultimate price for your flaws, for your sins. And his blood will cover your flaws. And he says, they're forgiven as far as the east is from the west. If you're going east... You're always going east. If you're going west, you're always going west. In other words, God does not remember or he does not hold us accountable for our sin because of what his son Jesus has done for us. And that's why I said you can't, you, you, no matter how hard you try, you cannot do it on your own. We have to have the blood of Jesus Christ washing our sins away. Isaiah 6, 5, Isaiah says, when he's standing before the throne of God, he said, I said, it's all over. I'm doomed for I'm a sinful man. I have filthy lips and I live among a, 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 filth, a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the king, the Lord of heaven's armies. In, in, in Luke chapter 5, verse 8, uh, Peter was uh, talking to Jesus and in and, 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 uh Jesus had told him they'd been fishing all night and, and Peter he tells Peter he, he, he says he, he says go out there and cast your nets on the other side of the boat and Peter says man we've been fishing all night we're tired we don't want to do this but he said I'll do it anyway and so Peter he casts his net on the other side of the boat and there's so many fish in that net that the, the nets start to break and they can't even get all the fish in the nets 
into the boat. And when Peter saw that, he, he says, the, the, uh, the Bible says that he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I am such a sinful man. And see, that's what happens if, if we just live our own life and we're doing our own thing and we don't give a crap about what God thinks, we're just out there living life, man. We don't, we don't care. We're living in darkness. And so it doesn't bother us. We, it does not, you, you could see people do these evil things and we're like, how, how can they do that? And it doesn't even bother them. It's because they're living for Satan. They're living, they might not be a devil worshiper, but they don't care anything about God. They don't care about God and His Word. They don't care anything. Uh, they, they don't even think, a lot of them don't even think that God exists. So why would they care? I mean, they're just out there doing their own thing, living their own life. And, and, and there's no consequences to their actions. But you see, when they're brought before uh, the light of God and they are exposed, well, all of a sudden, then there's consequences. You know, the, we realize that, hey, this is wrong. And so then there's accountability. And, and a lot of people don't want to be held accountable for their actions. Therefore, if I just say there is no God, or if I just live like there is no God, then I'm not going to be held accountable. But that's false. Because we're all going to be held accountable on Judgment Day. And we're all, whether we do it now, while we have the time, we're going to be, uh, bow down before Jesus, and we're all going to say that Jesus is Lord, that He is Messiah, that He is the Passover Lamb, that He did die on the cross for our sins. But if, if we don't do that now while we have the opportunity and live for Him, then when if we wait until we die and we're before Jesus on Judgment Day and we have to bow and, and pronounce Him as Lord of all, and He's going to turn around and say, Hey, you had the opportunity to say that for a long time on the earth and you chose not to. You... you, you I paid a great price for you, but you didn't. You, you didn't want to be played. You played your own fiddle. You played. You know. You you marched to the beat of your own drum. You didn't want to have anything to do with me. So I'm sorry, but you have to leave now. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. In other words, I didn't have a relationship with you, and you had all kinds of opportunity. So the guitars can't make a sound unless they're played. And, 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 and when they are played, when they're in tune, it, it, it is a beautiful sound, especially in the hands of uh, a, a musician who knows how to play their instrument. And, and, and I don't know who your favorite artist is, but I bet you you have some songs that you listen to over and over and over again. And it's just when, when they play their guitar or they play their instrument and they play with other people it's just a beautiful beautiful thing and it sounds so good and so encouraging and 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 god will use us in the same way when we allow god to use us when we allow jesus to come into our heart to come into our lives and take control of our lives it's a beautiful thing and and and, and we bring so much encouragement to other people and when we get involved with other believers and we start working with each other and there's harmony like a band, it's just, it's even more beautiful. And God is glorified and people's lives are touched, people's lives are changed. And it just brings encouragement 
to uh, to so many people, and 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 so that's why it, we have to let God, and and I'm just going to say it in these terms, to play us, because if 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 we don't allow God to play us, we're never going to make a sound. Oh, we might make a sound. It's, it's a terrible sound. It's, it's if you've ever uh, heard a guitar or an instrument out of tune, it's terrible. It's terrible sounding. And if, if we've never given our lives to Jesus Christ, we're out of tune. And if we have given our lives to Jesus Christ, but yet we've backed off from God, we've uh, 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 allowed the world to uh, overtake us, or we've allowed sin to come into our lives, and then we are out of tune. And we, are, we might be making a noise, but it, it's, it's, not, it's not good. It sounds like a, a guitar that's out of tune, and it's hard to listen to and so going back to this idea about a guitar will never make a sound unless it's played and I'm thinking about my kids and I'm saying you know when are you gonna play your guitar and God is saying to you when are you gonna uh, when are you gonna come to me flaws and all and and if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ I, I just pray that today is the day of salvation and that you uh, well, allow the Holy Spirit to just tug at your heartstrings and you would make that commitment to follow Jesus before it's everlastingly too late. And don't be like my kids and say, oh, Dad, you know, sometimes, sometime, you know, someday in the future, I'll, I'll, I'll play that guitar because they never did. <laughs> I mean, they literally never played. The, I don't think my daughter ever touched her guitar uh, after the, the after the uh, that day at Christmas when she uh, opened the gift, and so I ended up giving the guitars away to people who you know said that they would 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 use them. And don't be like my kids. Don't just say you know maybe someday. It's just not important in my life right now. I got so many other things to do. I want to live life. I you know I I, I just want to uh, I'll, I'll do it someday. Well, that day may never come. And the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Um, there, there, there is a story that, that is told, and I'm going to tell it just a little bit different. But there's a story, I don't know if it's a true story. And I just know preachers uh, have used this story in the past. And I thought about it when I was uh, 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 preparing this uh, uh, poser's test. And, it, and this is how the story goes. There was a young man who was graduating college and he was expecting a very expensive sports car for a present because that's all he had talked about for years and years. Dad, I want this car. When I graduate college, I want this car. Uh, his parents were followers of Jesus, but he never really showed much interest. He had plenty of time for that stuff since he was young and he wanted to live a little. Graduation comes and they throw him a party and he's expecting his parents to have that dream car sitting in the driveway for him, right? And so uh, by the end of the party, he's expecting some keys. And so he keeps looking out the window and he's looking out at the driveway, but the car never shows up. But instead, what he received was a box that he had to unwrap. And disappointed, he takes the box and he begins to unwrap it. And, and he opens it up to discover that his parents had... Did, they didn't get him a car that he had asked for, but they get they had gotten him a Bible for graduation instead. And when he sees it, his frustration comes out and he goes off on his parents and he storms out of the house and he's just mad at the world, right? 
He, he didn't get his car and just, hey, why would he give me a bob? I don't care about this. I'll, I'll care about that some other day, but not that I wanted this car. I've told him for years and years and years, ever since I was a little boy, that I wanted this sports car when I graduate college. I mean, I, I put in this hard work. I put in all this time I've studied, and I made good grades, and, and, and I've I, I, graduated top of my class and I made dean's list every year and and, and I, I graduated cum laude I deserve that car not a not a bible and so he jumps in the car that he has and he peels out of the driveway and he's angry he speeds off down the road and because of his anger he's not he's not thinking clearly even though his parents can't hear him, he's yelling at the top of his lungs in the car and he's beating on the steering wheel. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they got me a Bible. They didn't give me this car that I'd asked for all my life. That was my dream car. And they give me a Bible. Seriously? See, even after all the hard work that he's done to make it through college, he's, he's disappointed. Why would they give me that Bible? I don't care about a book. I want that car, man. I want to go fast. Worked hard for that thing. Been reading books for the past four years. I, I don't, I'm sick of reading. I don't want to read another one. But what he doesn't realize is that in his, in his outburst of anger, he's about to run the stop sign. And when he's going to go through that stop sign, here comes an 18-wheeler coming through that intersection. And so he, he runs the stop sign, and he's met at that intersection by the 18-wheeler, and he's... He's pronounced dead at the scene. And here's the thing. If he would have taken that Bible out of that box and just opened it up to that page where if you when you get a Bible, you know, that, that it has a, all these in the cover there, you can dedicate it to somebody and who gave it to you and all this stuff. If he would have just taken that Bible out of that box and opened it up, what he would have saw was a check written to the dealership that was holding that car that he had been wanting since he was a little boy. But instead, he he slammed that Bible back into that box, just threw it in there and just stormed off angry and mad and going off on his parents. And that's the memories that they have to live with now because he was so mad that he ran that stop sign and was slammed into by an 18-wheeler and he died and all he had to do was pick that Bible up out of that box and open it up but he didn't he he rejected he would have got that check and his dad would have drove him to the dealership and paid for that car that's what God has done for us he's paid for the car he he's paid the ultimate price he he gave His Son, Jesus, and for our sins. And all we have to do is reach out and open the book. We have to accept the gift that God has given us. I mean, if, if I was to take this pencil and give it to you, you, you would have to reach out and take the pencil out of my hand. You wouldn't, I said, here's your free gift. It'll get you into heaven. This pencil will get you into heaven. All you got to do is show this pencil to God. And what I mean, you don't reach out and take it. Then I'm still holding the gift in my hand. You don't have it. You do not possess it. And that's what a lot of people do with Jesus. 
Here's God. He's holding out the pencil. He's saying, here's my son Jesus. His blood will wash away your sins. His blood will get you uh, back in uh, reconciliation with me. You'll be in right standing with me. Flaws and all. All you have to do is take it. And all you have to do is receive it. All you have to do is put Christ on in baptism. All you have to do is be washed in the blood of Jesus. All you have to do is be filled with this Holy Spirit. All you have to do is live for me. Just here, just take this free gift that I'm giving you because my son has already paid the price. And so many people, they never reach out and take the gift that God has given them. And in other, they just decide to storm off and do their own thing. And what ends up happening is the 18-wheeler is meeting them in the intersection and they're crashing. And if we crash and burn without the blood of Jesus Christ washing away our sin, then we're lost and separated from God for eternity, never to have another opportunity to be saved. Friend, reach out and take that gift today. Let God play you. He has paid the ultimate price. He has given His Son to die on the cross, to be the sacrificial lamb, that His blood can wash away our sins, that we can be in right standing again with God, that we can be in heaven for eternity with God. You can still live life, but you can live life with Jesus. You're going to have flaws even with Jesus. I've been following Christ since I was 11 years old. I still struggle. We all have flaws, but God says, I will take your flaws and I will give them a new purpose and you, I will be glorified in those flaws. Paul says, in my weaknesses, He is made strong. In Acts chapter 2, verses 37 through 41, when Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, it says, Peter's words pierced their hearts. And they said to him, to the other apostles, Brothers, what what should we do? What do we got to do to be saved? I mean, mean, do we have to do anything? Well, Peter answers their question. Here, I'm going to tell you what you got to do. Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God. There's your first part. Repent of your sins. That means... Do a 180. Get out of that mess. Repent of your sins and turn to God because He's the only one that can help you get out of the sin. He has the answer. He has the gift that will help you get out of sin. So you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized That's in a watery grave to be fully immersed in water and you come up out of that water, Romans chapter 6, a new creation in Christ. And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is unto you, your children, and all those that are far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. That's what the Holy Spirit does. In John 14, as Jesus was preparing to to die and to to be uh, leaving his disciples, he's telling them that he's going to be leaving and he says, I'm going to send a, a comforter. I'm going to send a helper. I'm going to send a paraclete. He's going to help you. He will guide you into all truth. And so when we give our lives 
when we repent of our sins and we turn to God and we're filled with His Holy Spirit, we now have a helper. We're not out there on our own. God doesn't leave us as an uh, orphan and, and just say, hey, just do the best you can. No, we have a helper. We, we have the Holy Spirit. We have His Word that we can read. And not as a rule book, but as a relationship. This is, this is a book about a relationship. Jesus Christ is found from Genesis to Revelation. That's a book about our relationship that God wants to have with us. And He has given us that free gift through His Son, Jesus. Are you going to reach out and take it? Or are you going to just continue to reject the free gift that Jesus has given? He has shed His blood for our sins. A guitar will never make a sound if it's not played. But, if we take that guitar and we grab the pick and we start playing, it's a beautiful sound. chord I play when it's in tune it's a beautiful sound and if we will allow God to pick us up and use us we too will make a beautiful sound and he will be glorified friend it's your choice today what are you going to do with Jesus are you going to continue to reject Him? Or are you going to put Him on in baptism and be filled with His Holy Spirit that He will be glorified and that He will give you a new purpose and that you will live for Him? That is, that is our hope here at uh, the Grounded Ministries. That you will choose Jesus. That you will be a guitar that is making beautiful music for the Lord. And that you are encouraging and uplifting people. That you are making a difference in other people's lives for the kingdom of God. And for God to be glorified. And if you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, I pray that you would do that today before it's too late. And if you have made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, I pray that you are making beautiful music for the Lord. That you are getting involved in other people's lives. That you are being the hands and the feet of Jesus, that you are encouraging people that uh, in, their, in their midst of their, their flaws, in the midst of their chaos, in the midst of their confusion, in the midst of their worries and their anxieties, that you are strumming your guitar and you're playing your beautiful chords and you're playing your beautiful melodies and you are making a difference in people's lives so that God can be glorified. Thank you for joining me today on the Grounded Podcast. Thank you uh, for uh, listening to these posers' tests. And, you know, in, in the skateboarding uh, world that, that I come from as a teenager and still skate, you know, we always said no posers allowed. But you know what? We'll take posers. We'll take anybody because we want God to be glorified and we want God 
to use us. And I want God to use you. Thank you again for listening. God bless you. Keep grinding. Thank you for joining us today on the Grind It Podcast. Please feel free to share this podcast with your friends and your family so that they too can be encouraged by the power of God's Word. If you have any comments or questions, just email them to thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, keep grinding and God bless you.